listening to Psychedelic Soul with Jesse Delgado. Welcome to the Psychedelic Soul special episode, profiling a special lady, Kate Bush. She is one of the most distinct and unique recording artists in music, and she has developed a massive following since her debut back in the late 70s. She has musically progressed with each new album, and is, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time. Her compositions, her voice, her recording techniques exasperate her creativity, and she is an absolute original. This show will skim the surface of her music from her impressive catalog, but because time is a factor, I have selected a few songs that summarize her overall musical genius. Otherwise, I would add a lot more than what's here, but you can easily look into her catalog on your own, and you should immerse yourself in her wonderful soundscapes and imagery. This is a special treat, and I hope you'll enjoy the special show. This is Kate Bush, and you're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Did it? 
That was Kate doing a French sung version of a song called Neta Pepas. This is from a rare single released only in Europe, and that was preceded by two live tracks recorded at the Hammersmith Odeon back in 1979 as part of her tour of life. He heard James and the Cold Gun and Them Heavy People. And they were from the rare EP, Kate Bush on Stage. I'm playing a few rarities from my collection as I have the original vinyl box set from 1984 called The Single File. It's a wonderful collection of singles up until that point, and it came complete with all the singles in their original picture sleeves and a good booklet. Some of the songs have not been officially released here in America. I understand it's a big collector's item now and I couldn't believe the prices it's going for on eBay. I'm holding on to mine. We also heard The Empty Bullring, another rare track that was the B-side of her 1980 single, Breathing. Preceding that song, we heard In Search of Peter Pan from her second album, Lionheart, which was my first Kate album. I had a Canadian copy on the Harvest label. It wasn't released here in America. And also from that album, we heard Wow, a nice depiction of an over-eager fan. Preceding that song, we heard three from the first album. We heard The Man with a Child in His Eyes. And before that, we heard Kite. And we started out the show with her signature composition, Wuthering Heights. Her musical progression was very apparent with each successive album. She made her own home studio where she could develop her music without interference from the record company. And for a period, her creative expression was limitless. This next set will showcase the musical leap she made from her beginnings as a singer-songwriter accompanied by her piano to evolve to a studio wizard with a Fairlight synthesizer. This was her finest hour and revered golden era. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul.
that we have just allowed half an hour to get into it and get out the sense of adventure is changing to danger the signal has been given i go in the crime begins my excitement turns into
Jesse Delgado. You just heard Rubber Band Girl from her Red Shoes album. We also heard her single from the previous album. You heard Love and Anchor, which featured David Gilmore on lead guitar. He was the man responsible for her first break and produced her first demos. Before that, we heard the title song from her album, The Sensual World. And we also heard The Morning Fog, a lovely song. Before that track, we heard the Big Sky from the album Hounds of Love. Before that track, we heard There Goes a Tenor from our album The Dreaming. Personally, that is my favorite Kate album. And we started off the second set with Running Up That Hill. That was her breakthrough single here in America. America was a little slow to catch on to her, unfortunately. To summarize Kate, I simply proclaim her a genius. Her appeal is selective, not everyone gets her, but those of us who do are enriched by her wonderful talent and mesmerizing atmosphere she creates with her music. I had first seen her on her first appearance on American television on Saturday Night Live. Eric Idle was the host, and at first she appeared just like another singer-songwriter of the 70s. But as she sang her song, I quickly realized that she was something more, something unique. She didn't just sing her songs, she brought them to life physically. Her body was like that of a mime interpreting the music. She was like a performance artist centrally summoning the characters of the songs to life. She became what she sang. It was truly unique to see. That first impression became the lasting impression, and I adore her work. She remains active to this day when she feels ready to share new music. I hope she resurfaces soon. Thank you for joining me on this special occasion and have a listen to our vast catalog of shows on the main page. Join our pop culture page on Facebook at the Psychedelic Soul Group. It's a private group, so put a request in to join. Thank you, and we're closing out with another rare live track. This is L'Amour Looks Something Like You from 1979. Enjoy, and thank you again. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Psychedelic Soul 
Feeling 